0: What's up guys? My name is Soraya. Welcome to this episode of Fuss Bomb. Today I'm going to be talking to you guys about my experience with self-harm. I know that Stacy already talked about this in the past but I asked her if she wouldn't mind me speaking about it because I personally know a lot about this topic. I've personally dealt with this topic and experienced it firsthand and this is taking a lot for me to be open about it because like Stacy said in the last podcast like We live in a Haitian community, in a Haitian society, and things get out pretty quick. But the thing about my situation is I feel like most people already know I self-harm. Just nobody's gonna confront me about it because it's a sensitive topic, you know? But the scars are there. People do notice the scars. I see people notice the scars. And yeah, I just felt like, you know, I want to talk about it because it is something that I dealt with in the past and it's something I overcame. And I feel like as a Haitian person, too, I can probably give more help by speaking about it and maybe help somebody else who's like out there currently dealing with this situation. So, yeah, I'm going to be giving you guys my experience, my tips and also talking about some of the stuff that Stacey talked about in the last episode so um i never really been i've never really been like diagnosed by a therapist i went to therapy once or twice when i was really young i was told i should go to an adult therapist because of how severe and deep-rooted my issues were but we never followed up on that so (laughs) even though i was never diagnosed i think i know for a fact that i was like very severely depressed for a really long time and it's still something I deal with it's just not as bad as it was in the past I went through a lot um especially when I was like around 10 years old that was when my mom passed away I had to move in with my dad who I wasn't really close to at that time um my life basically like flipped upside down and I was really young and a lot of things changed in my life and I think it took a really big toll on me and I was already sort of very like insecure before all of that happened but i feel like everything sort of changing and things just not being the way they used to be and things feeling weird feeling different a lot of it just sort of did like a domino effect and just slowly as the years went by just my depression and how i felt and my insecurities just kept getting worse i don't remember at what age i started cutting myself but I know that it started when I was probably, like, around 11, 12, or 13, like, between those ages. And I did it for a really long time. I only stopped, like, recently, a little over a year ago. So congrats to me, you know. <laughs> this is definitely a really hard topic because I'm, like, shaking and shit. <laughs> but, yeah, I was self farming for, I want to say, like, four to six years. And it was really bad trigger warning i'm about to say some graphic shit but when i used to cut myself i would deadass do it like super deep like when you look at the scars on my wrist you could tell that they were deep cuts and i think about twice or three times i did try to kill myself by slitting my veins honestly i think the number one thing people would ask me if they could ask me anything about the scars on my wrist is why and that's probably the hardest thing to answer because Everybody's different, like, if you harm yourself in any way, whether it be cutting, burning, hitting yourself, drinking too much, smoking too much, doing intravenous or harmful drugs, like, all of that are forms of self-harm, and everybody does it for different reasons. Overall, though, even though everybody does it for a different reason, the number one reason is that it's a coping mechanism. It means that they literally had nowhere to turn, that they started inflicting harm on themselves. And maybe it sounds a little bit dramatic because it's like there's always something that you can do. But at the end of the day, guys, we cannot decide how people choose to cope with things, especially if they're going through something difficult that you probably won't understand. Like, none of us have the right to say that how one person deals with something is worse than how another one deals with it. Because like I said, everyone's different. We all grow up differently. We are all raised differently. We all lived in different places and like, you know, it's just, it just depends on the person and it sucks that a lot of people resort to that, but it doesn't make them any less than somebody who might not resort to that. I was really feeling so much emotional pain that I was giving myself physical pain so that I could distract myself from that emotional pain. Like That's how bad it felt. Like It felt so bad inside that I just wanted to feel bad on the outside so that I didn't really have to deal with the inside that much. It sounds weird, it sounds stupid, it sounds childish, but I was going through shit that I really thought I wouldn't be able to get out of, at least not at that time. And honestly, guys, I thought that I would be dead before 18. I thought that I would have slipped my wrist and died already. Like, I almost did. Twice or three times. You know, I literally bled out and woke up the next morning in my pool of blood like, what the fuck? And I'm not going to lie. I don't know why God kept me alive. I don't know if I just cut my wrist wrong. I don't know if I just didn't bleed out enough. But, like you know i'm still sitting here and i'm still going through a lot of shit like i'm literally going through shit right now like i literally cried and broke down two days ago (laughs) but you know even though i'm still going through shit like i stopped cutting myself i stopped being suicidal like i'm a very hopeful person that's the thing about me i think that it's the reason why i'm still here today like yeah i tried to kill myself twice or three times but even when i failed it was like the next day, I always had something to look forward to, whether it was going to school, hanging out with my friends, or playing guitar, or watching movies, making videos. Like, I sort of kept myself busy, even though I was in the process of trying to figure out how to die. Like, I was... It's like during the night, I would be like, I want to die, I hate my life, but then the next morning, I would be like, hey, I'm about to have some waffles and bacon at school, like, (laughs) it's a small thing to hang on to, but it's like small stuff like that, like, it was something that I enjoyed doing, going to school and eating waffles in the morning, you know, going to school and just hanging out with my friends, being stupid with my friends, like, Small things kept me going and it's because of how much hope I have in those small things, you know It was that it was people that I had crushes on people that I had feelings on for You know seeing them at school being like shit, you know, there she go like uh." (laughs) I think that's like the number one tip I would give to somebody who's suicidal or harming themselves like find things to hold on to in your life Like even if they're really small and they're really temporary there are things that you do enjoy in life because life is beautiful like god didn't put us on this earth to just be bored all the time there's literally always something that you can enjoy whether it be nature whether it be food whether it be music bro music is another thing that i had so much hope in just because i love music like literally i can't spend a day without listening to music and i spend hours just sitting there listening to music and I remember the first time i realized that music was probably one of my number one like ways to keep going was i felt like cutting myself but instead of doing that i literally sat there i was high as fuck not condoning drugs but i was high as fuck i sat there and i was like oh let me listen to some music guys no lie i spent two hours sitting in the same spot just listening to music and i could have spent two hours like cutting myself you know or just doing something worse like find small things to Find small things to have hope in because there's always something that you could hope in, hope for, you know, be hopeful for it, you know. And then, like, again, like, trying to use pain to deal with pain is literally not going to work. It's like trying to distinguish fire by using fire. It doesn't make sense. Why would you use pain to take away the pain that you're already feeling? And of course, at that moment, that wasn't something that I realized. It was just like, okay quick fix and it's crazy because why was i going so low for me to use pain as my quick fix like guys i I really hated myself like i literally hated myself i didn't want to be on this earth i didn't want to be like i just didn't want to feel anymore you know so i was like yo fuck everything i don't give a fuck i'm just gonna do this shit because this is the only way i could feel numb inside you know those small things that i'm mentioning for you to be hopeful for those small things if you really make a habit out of doing those small things to cope instead of harming yourself like it's really gonna get a lot easier um for those urges to be gone I'm, i still get urges but it's really only when i'm like really low like when i feel really really like really shitty when i really feel like the shit hit the fan i'm like okay now i'm feeling urges like i haven't given in to them you know in over a year like i said but they're still there and what do i do now i just i either talk to somebody or i just do something else i edit videos i watch youtube i listen to music um you know there's just so many ways that you can cope with pain other than with more pain like you know not trying to shun people who do it obviously i did it like i'm who am i to say like you suck if you cut yourself like what the fuck i'm not the one to say that and i'm never gonna say that because i know what it feels like you already feel like you suck you know but you really don't you really don't um somebody that i was really close to my junior year of high school it was her senior year would always tell me like you're too hard on yourself and i didn't realize like what she meant when she said that she was like saying like you're too hard on yourself you're really not that bad for you to be cutting yourself and for you to hate yourself this much like you're really not that bad and it took a really long time for me to realize that i still struggle with that like i'm still really hard on myself like think about it cutting yourself it's like giving yourself a calot you are being too hard on yourself you are treating yourself as if you're the worst person on this earth how are you the worst person on this earth bruh and there's people out here raping kids and shit like that's fucked up That's a fucked up thing to do. You're not doing that, you know? Like, if you're really trying to be better and you really have things in your life that you are aspiring to do, that you want to do in the future, I promise you, you're not the worst person and you don't deserve pain or the worst thing that you can give yourself, death. Like, you really don't deserve that. You really don't. I promise you that. And God doesn't think that you deserve it either. Even if you are the worst person on this earth, like murdering, killing, raping, all of that, like, you can be forgiven. You can go through the process of getting better for yourself. Everybody could do that. And that's the power of being human, too. Like, you have the opportunity to rebuild, to reset, and to just be better than you were the day before. And again, like, it's always going to be a long process. It's not going to happen overnight. Maybe it won't even happen in a year. But if you keep going at it, if you keep telling yourself, okay, don't do this, don't cut yourself today don't do don't drink too much today don't smoke this today like i promise you over time it's gonna be a lot easier and you're not even gonna think about doing that you're gonna be feeling like shit but you're gonna be like yo fuck it i'm gonna go get a slushy because the slushy is gonna make me feel better because what is cutting gonna do it's gonna make you feel numb but it's not gonna make you feel better i promise you that And, you know, I say use small things to keep yourself going, but don't forget that you still have to deal with those issues, because if you don't deal with those issues, they're just going to come back and you're going to be like square one again. And dealing with those issues, I mean, there's a lot of different ways that you can deal with it. You can go to therapy, you can do self-help things, you can just try and figure out what exactly is wrong and see what you can do about it. If you can't do anything about it, it's time for you to accept it and move on. And it's hard to do that sometimes, but you have to, because that's just life. <laughs> the sun still comes up. The moon still comes up. The moon still goes down. The sun still goes down. Like, life goes on, bro. And best believe, the world is not going to stop just because you feel like you stopped, you know? Um, so, yeah, guys, like, what is self-harm? It's harming yourself. Why do people do it? Because they literally have no other way to cope. How do you confront somebody who self-harms? I'm sorry, but I noticed the scars on your wrist. I noticed that you're drinking a lot. I noticed that you're smoking a lot. I noticed that you were doing this drug. Are you okay? You don't have to tell me what's wrong, but I just want to make sure that you're okay. And if you're not, I'm here to help and support you. And I want to help you, you know? And if you if you know that you can't really be there for that person, don't lie and say that you can Just be like, you know, I don't know what you're going through but i promise you that this isn't the best way for you to cope with it and if you want i can help you figure out what's a better way to cope with it um if you are somebody who self-harms or you're considering it it's not gonna help you it's really not literally i i did it for four to six years it did not help it really didn't it made things it made things worse it really did make things worse it drew more negative attention to me it became like just a gateway for me to be more suicidal and for me to just keep cutting and the cuts just got worse and worse and worse like i'm surprised i didn't use other areas of my body but i think it was just because of that hope that i had like one day i'm gonna stop doing this and it's not even gonna be a thought in my head and you know what i'm getting closer and closer to that every day i'm really proud of myself for that um another thing like don't forget guys you are not alone bro people always say this but dead ass you're not alone you're still on this earth we come on this earth alone and we leave this earth alone but while we're on this earth we are not alone you know we are human beings and we're with each other right now unless there's some type of like apocalyptic shit that happens and we end up in a dystopian world like yo we're literally not alone you know you go out there i'm sure if you find like a gun on the side of the street or some shit they will talk to you about your problems Best believe that shit, they will talk to you about your problems because gumun like to talk. <laughs> you know, just for real guys, like you know There's already harm being done to you by the world. The world has already gone to shit that you're always gonna get hurt some way or another so do yourself a favor and try not to be the one who causes more harm on top of the harm that you're already bound to feel from just being alive like yes you're bound to feel harm from being from being alive excuse me but it doesn't mean that you're not bound to feel happiness and love either because i promise you like love isn't more abundance than hate okay you have to remember that you are loved and that you will be loved even if you feel like you're not loved right now, like, you will be loved. Somebody is out there for you, I promise you, bro. I've seen the ugliest people. <laughs> not to be mean, but I've seen the people. Like, I've seen people with people, and it's like, damn, really deadass, like, anybody could find love, all right? And just remember, guys, like, your story is really not over. Like, years from now, you could deadass be, like, a famous person. Or you could be a fucking CEO of a company. Or you could be owning your first home, buying your first car. You can be booed up, guys. Like, I didn't think I was ever going to get booed up. I didn't think I was ever going to even find somebody that liked me. And those things happened. Like, I went through that shit. And it was just proof to me that, like, yo, I'm worth all of the things that I want if i want something i can go out and get it especially if it's gonna benefit me like i'm worth everything that i want i want you to repeat that shit with me right now i'm worth everything that i want if you want something that's not gonna be harmful to you or to anybody else on this earth you are worth it i promise you that and you will get it you just have to keep going and you have to keep going forward and keep doing it and keep doing the steps to get to that you know I think this is going to be the last thing I'm going to say, because um, it's almost 20 minutes long. I feel like I I had notes and shit. I didn't even really follow the notes. I was just talking. <laughs> but yeah, like last thing I would say, definitely find people in your life who support you and who care for you and who love you. That could be family members. That could be friends. That could be people and random ass people bruh in public like there's so many people that are just nice for no reason like you can deadass, if you're out in public and you're crying somebody will deadass come up to you and be like are you okay bro you're never gonna see that person again unless you decide to you could deadass tell them everything and they won't judge you they're just gonna be like you know patting you on your back it's all right especially if they're white if they're white you better take advantage of that shit best believe they're gonna be like it's all right buddy patting you on the back and i promise you that it's all right buddy is gonna make you feel like 10 times better <laughs> But yeah, guys, like, you're not alone, so don't let yourself be alone. Because there are people in your life who want to be there when you're going through these things. Not gonna lie, in the last couple of weeks, I've been, like, more hard-headed when it comes to that. Like, I haven't really been open about how I've been feeling. And honestly, it did more harm than good because I ended up breaking down and just fucking up. <laughs> fucking up. <laughs> but, you know how did i resolve that i talked to somebody and i was like you know this is what i've been feeling and i really think that i need to do this so that i could be a little bit better and i'm still not completely okay again but i'm better than i was in the past and that's the good thing about it guys because i'm still super young like i'm not expecting me to be perfect by next week but i'm expecting me to be better because i'm trying to be better so um yeah you know Um, I apologize if if this was sort of all over the place, but yeah, like this is a really sensitive topic, and it's a very real problem. Like, it's not just something kids do just to be edgy. Like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) I just hope that whoever's out there who's still cutting themselves, who's still suicidal, like, I hope you realize that the only way that those things are gonna go away is if you choose to make them go away. And again, easier said than done. But you have to do something, bro. You have to talk to somebody. You have to write a list. You have to make aspirations. You have to find things in life that give you love and happiness, that make you feel like that. Because at the end of the day, there's not always going to be somebody that can make you feel those things. You have to make yourself feel those things, okay? Because if you don't have anybody, who's going to make you feel that shit? Nobody, obviously. So it's really all about what you choose to do when you're dealing with these types of things like how you choose to react to something is i think about 70 to 80 percent of how it's going to affect you like for real for real it sounds like oh just suck it up i'm not saying to suck it up i'm not saying to suck it up i'm literally the most sensitive emotional ass bitch i know but how i choose to react to things is how it will affect me later on so yeah guys thanks for listening to this episode i'm sorry it was this long i just had a lot to say on this topic thanks for supporting false spam thanks for supporting stacy keep giving her feedback keep listening supporting giving her ideas all of that and uh yeah guys thanks again for listening